Welcome everyone to another edition of Suplexes, Scores, and Save Points, your home for all things wrestling, sports, and video games. It's a little late, but today it is Scores, our weekly sports podcast. As always, I am Ryan, your host, and with me today is absolutely no one. I am riding solo today. Nathan is on vacation, and Jeff is super busy with work. So I am doing this probably this whole week. I'm going to be doing it solo, so this might be a bad week if you're listening. Um, I'm going to try to keep this entertaining and try to keep this as good as I can. Um, The episodes will probably be shorter than normal episodes um, just due to me being by myself. So what is up, everybody? What a week we had in sports. We are going to start off, of course, with the NFL because we had some huge deals go down uh, free agent-wise and um, and as far as trades. Um, so we are going to – we're going to get into all this um, – Obviously, with the big one that probably means the most to me and Nathan, um, a couple big ones. So, first of all, we're going to start with the Raiders uh, out there in the AFC West um, making a couple big moves as they have traded for Devontae Adams. Um, They gave up a 2022 first-round pick and a 2022 second-round pick. He's going to sign a new contract of about $141 million over five years. They've also signed wide receiver Demarcus Robinson, and they signed Max Crosby to a new four-year $98 million contract extension with $95 million new money and $53 million guaranteed. Uh, big move for the Raiders there, uh, bringing in Devontae Adams, another weapon, and also bringing in Demarcus Robinson, another run- wide receiver, Really showing up that defense. They also made a trade with Indianapolis, giving Yannick Ngako to the Colts for Rock Yassin to help help that cornerback uh, the the secondary a little bit. So big deal for the Raiders. Um, you know, Carr and Adams played together at in college, and so uh, at Fresno State, so they know each other well. And it's going to be it might be take a little bit to get them going, but. Could be a very dangerous group there in uh, Vegas with Carr, uh, Adams, uh, Joe. Uh, wow, my brain just Waller. Um, so, you know, very dangerous, um, very dangerous team possibly out there in Sin City. The Colts also made a huge trade as. They picked up Matt Ryan from the Atlanta Falcons in exchange for a third-round pick. Um, Big move there. Um, Big trade, that is. Colts finding their quarterback that they wanted. Um, Matt Ryan. Look, I know this is going to be... There's people been on both sides of the fence here with this Matt Ryan trade. I honestly think it's a good trade. Look, you've got at least two to three years out of him, I'd say. Um, More if he can stay healthy. Um, You know, Matt Ryan, obviously very highly – he's, you know, 36 years old, 
Probably got a couple more years left. Um, Stats-wise, he's really good. Uh, last year, last couple years, it's just been, you know, it, there's nothing been around him. He's had no help. Um, but yeah, he's very, very good. I I see him coming into um, Indianapolis and playing pretty well. I mean, everyone said Indianapolis was a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. Um, they've got a pretty good one now. Let's see if he can you know, step into that role and take over and just be a great, you know, um, great player. Um, also, big move. Uh, Nathan wanted to say that he thinks the Colts are now the retirement home of the NFL. Um, I don't really – look. Yes, he's old. But Colts are in win-now mode. With the players they have and with the, the team they had last year – they're in win-now mode, and Matt Ryan gives them the best opportunity to win now. I'd say you take a quarterback, a young guy, either this draft or next draft, let him play behind Ryan for a couple years, learn it. Then you got a guy waiting in the wings when Matt Ryan retires. I think it's a great move for the Colts. I think this is going to be an interesting season for them. If Matt Ryan can come in and play like the Matt Ryan, we know uh, Colts will be a very dangerous team and have a very good chance at Winning the Super Bowl, uh, they have a, a a legitimate MVP candidate in Jonathan Taylor. Matt Ryan obviously will not be afraid to just hand the ball off if he has to. So again, it's going to be a great a great season. Um, this comes obviously after the Colts traded Carson Wentz. Uh, another big move that happened a couple days ago: Texans and Browns came to an agreement to send Deshaun Watson to the Cleveland Browns from the Houston Texans. Um, this one is very interesting because they sent a 2024 six-round pick, um, did the Texans, the Browns get three first-round picks, a third-rounder, and two fourth-rounders. Uh, Watson receives a fully guaranteed five-year, $230 million contract. Unheard of. Fully guaranteed $230 million. So now the Cleveland Browns are in a weird situation where... What do they do? Um, they also signed Jacoby Brissett. Amari Cooper came over in a trade. Um, they've got some weapons there in Cleveland. Um, Deshaun Watson coming over. Now what do you do with Baker Mayfield? Apparently it's coming out now that the Browns want a first-round pick for Mayfield. I don't see them getting that. I don't see them getting a first-round pick out of Baker. Um, I don't know what team out there would be willing to take that chance. Um, obviously, the Texans didn't want him because he was not included in the deal. Um, Texans need a quarterback. Um, as far as the AFC, everyone's pretty set. The only one I could think of might be wanting to take a quarterback would be like the Jets. Um, they've got Flacco and White. And, I, you know... The Jets possibly could could be interested, um, but I don't see them giving away a first-round pick for them. So, again, this is going to be an interesting offseason. The AFC is 100% stacked now with Russell Wilson and uh, Matt Ryan coming over. My God. Uh, starting quarterbacks in the... Um, starting quarterbacks in the AFC. It's, it's going to be a rough go about uh, there for the NFC or for the AFC. Um, whoever comes out of the AFC is going to be um, 
crazy. Um, Winter Fournette has re-signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so they keep their team intact. They're obviously going to be one of the, um, they're obviously going to be one of the favorites to win. Now that Brady's back, you got the Rams, defending Super Bowl champions. Uh, it's going to be a weird season. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is still out there, off in free agency, but his injury is scaring some teams away. That he's going to have to miss some time in the offseason with a new team, so he may end up just staying in San Francisco. Um, there's a couple other names out there. Deshaun, um, the Saints made a deal. Um, the Saints have picked up. Uh, where is it at? Sorry. I'm uh, I'm sorry. I'm getting it. Um, Jameis Winston has gone back to the Saints, and so that'll be interesting to see what they do there. Um, they've got pe- technically right now they've got five quarterbacks on their roster. We'll see who sticks around, who doesn't. Um, but obviously Winston's probably going to be the starter, so he's off the board now. Um. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting uh, interesting season, and I'm really looking forward to the season. Um, we got the draft upcoming very soon here. The NFL draft is, is coming up um, very, very soon. Um, and so, obviously, you know, who goes? Is there going to be a quarterback taken top of the draft? I doubt it. Um, I, doubt, I doubt that they would take a quarterback – um, that early this year, none of the, none of the drafts are very interesting. Um, but we got about a month. It's April twenty eighth would be the draft, so we got about a month away before the draft happens. But again, NFL news coming out crazy to start this show. Um, Matt Ryan on the move. Um, it's gonna be crazy, man. It's gonna be crazy. It's, it's gonna be a messed up year, I think. Um, so many quarterbacks on the move. So many teams on the move, making changes. Um, like I said, the AFC is stacked, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a hell of a time coming out of that AFC. So let's move on to um, let's go to MMA. We've got some uh, some non fighting stuff. Well, it's fighting, but not regulation fighting going on here in the UFC. Uh, there was a fight night that I will get to uh real quick. Uh, Alexander Volkov defeated Tom S. Um. Or Tom Aspinall defeated Alexander Volkov by submission in round one in a heavyweight fight. Arnold Allen defeated Dan Hooker by knockout in a featherweight fight. Patty Pimblett defeated Kazua Vargas by rear naked choke in the first round. That is a lightweight fight. Gunnar Nelson defeated Takashi Sato in a welterweight fight by unanimous decision. Molly McCain defeated Luana Carolina in a woman's flyweight by TKO in round three. And Ilya Tuporia defeats Jai Herbert by knockout. So, also going on here in the world of mixed martial arts, we've got two um, fighters in trouble with the law. Um, first being Jorge Masvidal and Colby Covington getting into it, apparently, outside a Miami Beach restaurant. After their fight last month, Colby Covington defeated Jorge Masvidal. Um, Mazda suspected a felony battery in connection with an altercation Monday. 
Um, according to a Miami Beach police report obtained by ESPN. This is from ESPN.com. Um, the other person, Walsh Teeth, wasn't identified. Um, obviously, they have the right to that. But Masvidal um, tagged Covington in a tweet and said, you talk that shit, you got to back it up. That's how my city rolls. Um, Covington was caught on camera outside where the incident happened saying, he's over here swinging, trying to come at me, and I ran. How would he know I'm here? Um, the other person, the person who uh, obviously got hit by Masvidal, said that he knew who he was due to his hair and his upper face. Um, Masvidal, so, yeah. Who, I, this is crazy. Um, so Masvidal is, uh, is, has not been arrested or anything as of this moment. He is a suspect. Um, obviously, if he is, if they find out Tim, he will be arrested and charged. But, Jorge Masvidal going after Colby Covington. That is insanity. These used to be best friends, or at least friends, and now Jorge is coming after him um, outside a restaurant on the beach in Miami. Crazy stuff. Also, former UFC fighter Chael Sonnen has been charged or is being charged with 11 counts of battery over December incident in Las Vegas. Um, one of those is a felony. Um, Sonnen initially received five battery citations in the case, but those were dismissed in January without prejudice, which means the charges can be refiled. A new criminal complaint was filed by the Clark County District Attorney with Las Vegas District Court on March 16th. Um, obviously, currently works as an MMA analyst for ESPN. <coughs> Me and ESPN put out a statement saying, Shale will not appear on ESPN. Um, do the do the what's going on. So yeah. Um, the criminal complaint filing incident and obtained by ESPN says six people were attacked, including a man he's accused of strangling. Uh, the complaint states that Sunday allegedly used force of violence upon a woman by punching, striking, and pushing her. So, Sunday. And Jorge Masvidal, both in trouble here with the law. Um, I don't know what's going on here after the Cain Velasquez news and all this. This is insanity, what's going on. Um, yeah. You guys got to get your shit together, man. Uh, you, you, you out here, uh, these fighters right here just in the streets beating people up. That's not what we want out of, uh, out of our fighters. So, again... Craziness happening um, over here in the world of MMA. Let's go over. Jeff could not do the racing report. I will do my best. Uh, it was Atlanta Motor Speedway this weekend for the Cup, the Xfinity, and the Truck Series. Well, starting the Truck Series, the Truck Series, Corey Haim gets the win in the Toyota. Corey Haim, not that Corey Haim, not the, you know. Not, not the former actor. Corey Aim, that's his first ever win in the truck series. Um, so, yeah, 40 points there. First ever win. Congratulations, Corey Haim. Um, in the Xfinity series, it was Ty Gibbs getting the win. That is his second career win in Xfinity. Um, Um, his other win came last year at or last week at Las Vegas. Um, so he is first place in the standings currently. 
in the Xfinity Series. And in the Cup Series, it was William Byron taking the checkered flag at Atlanta. Um, William Byron, one. Ross Chastain, two. Kurt Busch, three. Daniel Suarez, four. Corey LaJoy is five, fifth. Chase Elliott, sixth. Chris Boucher, seven. Martin Truex Jr., eight. Joey Logano, ninth. And Alex Bowman, at ten. And just for Nathan, his favorite driver, he didn't do too hot. Austin Dillon finished right above his brother, Ty, for 35th. Involved in an incident earlier on in the race, knocking him out. So let's go to the standings as we look at uh, the NASCAR standings here. Uh, first place in the NASCAR Cup Series, it is Chase Briscoe, followed by William Byron, Alex Bowman, Chris Lars, Kyle Larson, and Austin Sindrick, the five winners so far this year. Sixth place is Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, Kurt Busch, Ryan Blaney, Eric Aram Almarola, Martin Truex Jr., Ross Chastain, Kyle Busch, Daniel Suarez, Kevin Harvick, and Tyler Reddick round out the playoffs. In the Xfinity Series, Ty Gibbs with those two wins currently sits atop the points, followed by Noah Gragskin and Austin Hill with the other two points, other two wins. AJ Allmendinger is fourth. Justin Algier is fifth. Josh Berry sixth. Brandon Jones seventh. Daniel Hemrick is eighth. Riley Herps is ninth. Ryan Sieg tenth. Landon Castle eleventh. And Sheldon Creed is twelfth. And in the Camping Truck World World Truck Series, Chandler Smith first. Zane Smith second. Tanner Gray third. Ty Majeski fourth. Frejan fifth. Road six. X seventh. Austin South ninth. John Hunter Niemicek ninth. And Matt Crafton, 10th. There you go. That is your NASCAR results and standings. Um, so, yeah, that's your NASCAR standings. Let's move on to golf. There was a tournament over the weekend. I'm pretty sure. Let me check this. The WCGC Dell Technologies match play is happening right now. Um, but what happened? Uh, yeah, the Valspar Championship happened over the weekend, March 17th through March 20th. The winner winning a cool $1.4 million, Sam Burns, taking home the, the earnings there. $1 million. Only one bogey in his fourth round. Um, so congratulations to Sam Burns. He was also the defending champion. So a two-time-in-a-roll winner of the Valspar Championship, Sam Burns. Great job, Sam. All right, to the NBA. We're running down here. Um, we got a lot of stuff happening. We got a lot of people fined. Uh, Draymond, Randall, and Nurchik were all fined. Randall is fined again. He has $130,000 in fines this season. Draymond Green was fined $25,000 for language towards the ref. And Nurchik fined $40,000 for throwing a, phone's, a fan's phone. <coughs> Standings-wise, we have more teams eliminated from playoff contention now. Um... Miami has clinched a playoff spot. Uh, they've clinched their division. Miami already clinched the division. 
So Miami is in first place, followed by Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Boston, Chicago, and Cleveland. They are all in the playoffs right now. In the playing tournament, we got Toronto, Brooklyn, Charlotte, and Atlanta. Um, Atlanta has a cool five-game lead over Washington and New York, so it's not looking good for them. Indiana has now been added to the eliminated teams, so Indiana, Detroit, and Orlando are all officially eliminated from playoff contention. Um, out west, Phoenix once again on a roll, winning five straight, eight of their last ten. Uh, all like we said last week, they've already clinched the playoffs. They have a nine-game lead over Memphis, who's in second. Golden State is third, Utah fourth, Dallas fifth, and Denver sixth. Minnesota, both L.A. teams, and New Orleans are seventh through ten, so they're in the play-in tournament. Um, Oklahoma City and Houston are still the only two teams officially eliminated, but Sacramento's riding that line, and they will be there very, very soon, probably. Um, speaking of New Orleans, it has been reported that, um, well, you know, he hasn't played all year. Um, Zion will not be playing uh, this year for for the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, Zion apparently has been uh, he, he he will not play this year due to the injury that he's had. So, I mean, they're doing okay without him. So I guess they'll just continue on this year without him. Um, but I don't know, man. Zion might be a bust, and I I hate to say it because. I hate to say that Zion's a bust, but, man, I think Zion's a bust. He just can't get going, man. He, he can't, you know, he's just unable to, to do it. He's going to be out this whole year with an injury. It just seems like Zion's going to be a bust. Um, unless he just wants to get out of New Orleans and then he might turn it around. Um, so let's go to the college tournaments. The women's tournaments and the men's. We're going to start in the women's because I'm doing better in the women's. Um, I'm 81% right now. Um, I've got – so currently I've still got <clears throat> um, five of my Elite Eight teams and um, – let's see. Elite Eight, I've still got one, two, three, four, five. Oh, actually, I've only got – yeah, I've still got five of my Elite Eight teams left. All four uh, – all three of my four Final Four teams are still available because um, I've got South Carolina, Baylor, Stanford, and Notre Dame. Baylor, the only one out, uh, a huge upset, I would say, with Baylor there. Um, Baylor being the number two team, getting beat by the number 10, South Dakota. Huge upset. So we'll set the stage here in the Sweet 16 as we got South Carolina versus North Carolina in the Greensboro region and Iowa State versus Creighton. Uh, in the Spokane region, we got number one Stanford and number four Maryland, number six Ohio State and number two Texas. In the Wichita, number one Louisville, and there's number four Tennessee, number three Michigan versus number 10 South Dakota. And in Bridgeport, NC State versus number one NC State versus number five Notre Dame and number three Indiana versus number two UConn I've got Notre Dame UConn Tennessee Baylor but they're not in um, South Carolina Georgia Stanford Utah obviously Utah and Georgia did not make it I'm doing not bad Nathan's in about the same uh, place I am he's got the same amount of teams left about 
um, in the women's. So the men's, hey, women's, I'm doing great. Men's, uh, not so much. I am uh, pretty much done with my men's bracket. I've only got one Final Four team left. That is Duke. Um, we'll go through some of the major upsets that happened throughout this tournament, including St. Peter's. St. Peter's has made it all the way to the Sweet 16. They will take on number three, Purdue, um, in three days. Uh, also in that region, the number one and number two seed all out. Um, North Carolina beat the number one seed at Baylor. So it was eight, North Carolina versus four, UCLA. And number three, Purdue versus number 15, St. Peter's. St. Peter's beat Kentucky and Murray State, a 15 seed. Um, in the Midwest region, Kansas, number one, Kansas, will take on number four, Providence. And number 11, Iowa State, will take on number 10, Miami. Miami upsetting number two, Auburn. And Iowa State upsetting number three, Wisconsin. Um, pretty crazy upsets there. In the West, it's number one, two, three, and four. Gonzaga versus Arkansas. Duke versus Texas Tech. Um, no real upsets there. New Mexico State beat UConn. And Notre Dame beat Alabama as the, like, the real upsets there in that region. In the South, it'll be number one, Arizona, taking on number five, Houston, after they beat number four, Illinois. Um, Illinois barely survived Chattanooga. Uh, they did not deserve to win that game. Um, they they wed for 25 seconds, and that's all they wed for. Um, and then they ran to Houston and got beat. Number 11, Michigan, who has beaten number six, Colorado State, and number three, Tennessee, to make it to the Sweet 16. Um, and then uh, Mich and then Villanova uh, also. So that is your Sweet 16 there in the men's tournament. Like I said, I had Duke, St. Mary's, Illinois, and Auburn. I am done. Auburn was my national champion. So, um, yeah, there's no point in me even doing what. Uh, Jeff, on the other hand, um, Jeff is doing phenomenal. Um, Jeff, uh, you know, just 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 rolling through. Um, he's got all four of his on four teams still there, so. So, yeah, uh, Jeff's doing wonderfully, uh, and me and Nathan are not. Uh, we are both sucking it up in this men's tournament. Uh, the men's tournament's been pretty good so far. A lot of crazy upsets. Uh, St. Peter's obviously making it this far, and Iowa State and Miami is pretty cool. I am pulling for St. Peter's to win this thing. Um, let's just go. Let's go for the underdog. I'm already out. I have no interest left. All my teams are done, so I'm pulling for the upset. And, uh... See what happens. Um, like I said, it, it's going to be an interesting day. Uh, the next couple of days, the 24th and 25th, so it'll be Thursday, Friday, will be the Sweet 16 games. Um, I don't know. It's been crazy. Uh, let's get to some NCAA news as there's been some new uh, coaching changes. Um, one of them being South Carolina is set to hire Chattanooga's Lamont Paris as its next men's coach. Lamont Paris, like I said, that Chattanooga team took Illinois to the limits. Um, a very good coach. Had that team going well. Um, so he is going to move up and take the South Carolina Gamecocks job. Um, there was a couple other ones I'm looking for. Uh, Let's see. 
Hold on one second. So here's what happened. Louisville has hired Kenny Payne to be its head coach. Florida hired San Francisco coach Todd Golden. Xavier has rehired Sean Miller. Sean Miller, the former Arizona coach who got in a little bit of controversy, a little bit of a little bit of deep stuff. Uh, he's going back to the school that he originally coached, uh, Xavier. So Mississippi State has hired New Mexico State coach Chris Johns. Kansas State hired Baylor assistant Jerome Tang. Maryland hired Seton Hall coach Kevin Willard. LSU has hired Murray State coach Matt McMahon. And then South Carolina landed Chattanooga's Swamont Paris. So there's all your coaching changes so far. Also, Quenzo Martin out at Missouri. Dennis Gates is in. Uh, Gates was Cleveland State's head coach. Still looking for some coaches. We got Seton Hall, Alabama State, Ball State, um, the Citadel, Cleveland, um, some other ones, George Washington, uh, a lot of teams covering their coaches. So a lot of teams still looking for head coaches. Archie Miller has went into Rhode Island, the former IU head coach. Uh, so Archie Miller um, – has moved on to Rhode Island. There's talk of Evansville maybe possibly moving on from their head coach. Officially has not happened, so we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, so, 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 so a lot of teams still needing coaches out there. Uh, a lot of teams, you know, uh, SMU's head coach Tim Jan Jankovic has retired, so they're going to be in the, in the running. A lot of movement there in the world of college basketball. Um, again, I'm doing pretty well here in the women's tournament. First time ever filling out a women's bracket. I'm doing okay. Uh, way better than I am at the men's. Um, I don't really want to talk about hockey, uh, but there was a huge trade deadline deal made between Minnesota and um, Minnesota and Chicago um, as it on the deadline, they made a huge deal. Let's find that deal. It's probably the biggest one that happened, honestly, on the deadline. Um, um, Wild get Mark andre Fleury from the Chicago Blackhawks. Blackhawks are in rebuilding mode, and Minnesota's in win-now mode, and Mark andre Fleury will give uh, Minnesota a huge advantage and huge Good goalkinder, um, good goalie. Um, he's going to really upgrade the Minnesota Wild uh, goaltending there. Uh, Blackhawks get a conditional 2022 draft pick. Second round pick becomes a first if Minnesota reaches Western Conference Finals. And Fleury accounts for four or more wins in the first two rounds. Um, the Capitals made a deal with Seattle to send forward Marcus Johansson to Seattle. Um, Seattle will get... Daniel Sprong and a 2022 fourth round and a 2023 sixth round pick. Um, forwards Brian Little and Nathan Smith move on from Winnipeg as they get shipped to Arizona for a 2022 fourth round pick. Capo Kalkowin will go from San Jose to the Wild. Or from the Wild to San Jose, Wild get defenseman Jacob Middleton in a 2022 fifth round pick. 
Um, a bunch of other deals. So a lot of teams were on the move here on the trade deadline, but that one was probably the biggest move of the day. Um, so we'll see. The NHL, you know, we've talked about it here for months now. The standings are pretty much set where they are. Um, not a lot's going to change um, with these settings. Standings are so much separation between most of these teams that there's not much race left for any of these teams to um, make moves. Um, the Pacific Division is the only one where there's a real chance, but even then, I don't, I don't see it happening. Um, you know, it's Calgary, Los Angeles, Edmonton, and Vegas. And, and then there's a big separation. These other teams are now starting to fall down. So uh, right now, it looks like the playoffs are pretty much set um, with where what the teams that are going to be in. It's just going to be based on standings now. Um, and that's what they're fighting for. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty much set in every division. There's not much movement. The only chance is Dallas could overtake St. Louis. They are six points back right now. And then Winnipeg is about um, nine points back. That's about the only chance there because Minnesota and Nashville are one point up on St. Louis. So there's like a five-team race there. Um, other than that, it's pretty much the same as it's been um, here in hockey. So... I'm not going to go through that again because it's just, you know, it's the same stuff that's been going on uh, this whole year. Um, it's been pretty, pretty crazy. Um, yeah. Um, I think that might do it. I know this was, a, you know, just me talking is probably not as exciting as a typical podcast would be. I apologize. Again, I, you know, this is what's going to be like this week. Not much I can do about it. Um, so, yeah. I think that's going to wrap this up. I recognize that I apologize for it being late. I had a crazy day yesterday. Um, this will be up Wednesday morning. Uh, coming up tomorrow on the Video Game Podcast, we got a lot of news to cover. Um, PlayStation, Sony has bought another studio and the ever-going war between Microsoft and Sony to see who can own the most stuff. Um, Forza, or not Forza. Sorry, the PlayStation one. My my brain's all over the place. Um, Gran Turismo has uh, pissed their fans, their, their fans off a little bit. Um, uh, a new Ghostbusters game has been announced and a Nintendo Switch update, plus all the latest releases... Um, and news and rumors in the world of wrestling or in the game of video games. Wrestling-wise, Saturday morning, I will be back recovering, recovering, probably recovering from this week of wrestling. Also covering the world in wrestling from WWE, NWA, MLW, um, AEW, um, all everything. Everything in the world of professional wrestling, so stay tuned for that as well. Again, I apologize for this podcast. And this week, next week, we'll be back to our regular order broadcast with me and Nathan doing it and hopefully Jeff. Uh, still to come is the big WrestleMania greatest match of all time tournament. Uh, 64 matches, me, Jeff, and Nathan. We'll get that recorded and uploaded before Mania or right around Mania, hopefully. Uh, that'll be available here on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and on our YouTube channel. Speaking of the YouTube channel, if you would like to check it out, it is at youtube.com slash sabraient. Um, I'm going to be starting a My Rise 
playthrough in WWE 2K22 here shortly. I put a poll up on Twitter, and apparently I'm going to be doing a female My Rise. That should be a lot of fun, so check that out. It'll be coming soon, plus I'm going to try to do more videos. Oh, also on the video game podcast, I'm going to be having a review of Shredders because I've been playing that. So, again, a lot of stuff coming up this week. I'm going to do the best I can to make these shows still fun and informative and, and engaging with you guys because, you know, it's just me. I'm doing the best I can here. Uh, thank you for listening. I appreciate you all so much. You don't, you have no idea. Um, you guys are the best, those of you that listen. If you like this podcast, share it around. You know, word of mouth is the best way of promoting. And so I would ask you, you know, if you like it and you know someone that might like it as well, send it, send it their way and see what they think. Um, thank you for listening. As always, I am Ryan by myself reminding you to always score if you can, save if you must, but always suplex when necessary.